Welcome to the Money Love Podcast. I'm your host and money coach, Paige Pritchard. If you're ready to uplevel your results in relationship with money, you're in the right place. Each week, I give you the tools to transform your mindset, manage your emotions, and achieve results with your money you never dreamed were possible. Hi, love. Welcome to episode 84 of the Money Love Podcast. We are going to talk about the emotion of jealousy today. You ready? I'm actually really excited to dive into this topic with you today because I think that jealousy is an emotion that many of us feel from time to time or even consistently. But I also think it's an emotion that we have a deep misunderstanding of in terms of what causes it, why we feel it, if we should be feeling it, what we make it mean, and how we can harness it for either good or bad. We're going to talk about all of that today. But Before we jump in, I do want to say that, of course, this podcast is about money and finances, but every now and then we do an episode that is much more focused on a personal development topic, and today is going to be one of those episodes. Of course, we are going to take it and we're going to spin it in the lens of your money and how jealousy can impact your financial trajectory. But this is for sure going to be more of a personal development topic episode today, all right? Definitely not going to be as much money talk today. So let's just start out by talking about what jealousy is. I mean, I think we all know what it is and what it feels like when we experience it, because again, I know all of us have experienced it to varying degrees, but jealousy is an emotion, okay? It's a vibration in your body that you feel. And really, it's an emotion that we experience when we see someone else winning, someone else getting something that you want, or when you believe that you can't have it or have something of equal or better value. Now, of course, I'm going to point this out, right? If you are a consistent listener to the podcast, you know what creates our feelings, right? Yes. It's our thoughts. Our thoughts create our feelings. So if you are experiencing the emotion of jealousy, then it is because of the thoughts that you are thinking about whatever it is that you are feeling jealous about. I know that I am always making this distinction with you guys, and I get it. At times, it might seem redundant, but I also think it's so important that we keep reminding ourselves of this truth because, again, it is so easy for us to fall into a state of emotional childhood, which is believing that it's the things or the people outside of us that are causing us to feel jealous. And this is how many of us think about jealousy. We think that when we feel jealous about something, that it's actually the circumstances that are creating the jealousy because it's the circumstances that we feel jealous about. But What we feel jealous about and what actually creates the vibration of jealousy within us are two different things, right? And I need you to really see the difference here. You will feel the emotion of jealousy about a circumstance, about another person, about a situation, about something outside of you. But it is your thoughts about the circumstance that are creating the jealousy. As an example, let's just take a Louis Vuitton bag. For me personally, I've talked about this before, I'm not a handbag girl. So for me personally, I can observe a girl who has a gorgeous Louis Vuitton bag. 
And truthfully, I will not feel an ounce of jealousy about the bag because of how I think about the bag, of what I make the bag mean, what it symbolizes to me, and probably most importantly, my own personal desire to have that bag, which, like I said, for me personally is pretty low or not at all. Now, you might see this same girl again, observe the same circumstance of the bag, and you might experience jealousy because you have a different set of thoughts about the bag than I do. It means and it symbolizes something different to you than it does to me. And you actually do have a desire to own a similar bag one day. And because of those differences and thoughts and beliefs that we are having, you could experience jealousy around a circumstance that I do not and vice versa. Just because I don't feel jealousy over a Louis Vuitton bag doesn't mean I don't feel jealousy about other things, right? I could experience jealousy around a completely different circumstance that you do not. Again, because of our differing thoughts and belief patterns about whatever it is that someone has. But these differences in emotional experiences between two people around the same item just show you that it's not the circumstances outside of us that create the jealousy that we feel. If that was true, all human beings would experience jealousy about all the same things. And when we look at it through that lens, we just know it's simply not the case. We all experience jealousy, so we do have that in common. But the circumstances that we feel the jealousy around are all different because of our differing thoughts and beliefs. So I think we're clear there, right? The emotion of jealousy comes from our thinking. And we are going to spend a large chunk of this episode diving into what those belief patterns are. There's three in particular. But before we dive into those belief patterns, I do want to say this. We have never lived in a time, a culture, an environment where we have had more of an opportunity for jealousy to consume us than we do today in 2022. This is primarily due to technology, and it has connected us in so many beautiful ways. But it's also increased the exposure that we have into the intimate details of other people's lives. By technology, I mainly mean social media, but this is other things as well. Advertising and marketing messages that we get, movies and TV shows that we watch. I mean, we are just constantly being bombarded with everyone else's best self, best version of their life 24-7. And so I mention this because if we're not careful, you can really let jealousy consume so much of your happiness and contentment because even though jealousy is caused from our thinking about our circumstances of other people's lives, which we do have complete control over, I will acknowledge that it has become increasingly more difficult to manage our mind around the things that other people have because we have never had more visibility and transparency into other people's lives than we do today. Even just compared to 10 years ago, y'all, it is so drastically different. We now get to see every detail of people's lives the inside of their homes, the clothes that they wear every day, the vacations they go on, the cars they drive, what their relationships with their spouse or significant other is like, the revenue in their business, their kids' accomplishments, because everyone just splashes it all over the internet and social media for everyone to see and for anyone to consume. And 10 years ago, we knew details about people's lives, maybe that were family members or friends or acquaintances. And 
We knew these details just through interactions and conversations that we would have with them, but now we have so much more access into people's lives who we don't even know. (laughs) Total strangers on the internet. And frankly, we are all getting our highs off of other people's lives instead of getting a high out of appreciating what we have in our own life. And we are also using that information Many times, I will just say, is just one small piece of the overall picture or a curated or inflated version of someone else's life, we're using that information to feel terrible and discontent with our own relationships, our own levels of education, living situation, bank accounts, bodies, appearances. I mean, we can really sink deep into the jealousy and comparison hole if we let ourselves. And it's never been easier than it has been today to do that. So Bit of a tangent, but I do make that point because I want to stress that although it's normal for us to compare our lives to others, that's what our brains are designed to do, it's imperative that we understand the emotion of jealousy and we harness it for good rather than using it to take us farther away from what we really want, which is very easy to do in 2022 if we aren't careful and if we're not paying attention to what's going on in our mind. Both are options available to us, but it's a matter of which option are you going to choose? We're going to talk about those two options at the end of the episode. But for now, let's kind of move on from this and go into the three belief patterns that we have about the things that other people have that we desire, that we get stuck in, and tend to create an unproductive type of jealousy that you might feel. So again, the reason that we feel jealous is because we are having a thought about something that someone else has or possesses that you do not have, right? We don't feel jealous about the things that we already have, right? Like why feel jealous about it? You already have it. We feel jealous about the things that we don't yet have. But the second part of this is that we also have a deep desire for. The desire part is important because you're only going to feel jealous about things that other people have that you also want for yourself, that you desire. Again, going back to the purse example, if you have a deep desire to have a similar purse, you might feel jealous when you see someone else with it. If you have no desire for the purse, you won't feel jealous about it because it's like, who cares, right? Like, I don't want the purse, so what does it matter if somebody else has it? So this is key. We feel jealous around things that we don't yet have, but that we deeply desire for whatever reason that we desire it. So we're going to have those two things at the foundation of the jealousy that we feel. You don't have it, but you deeply desire it. And then on top of that, there are three primary belief patterns that I've identified that, again, turn the jealousy into an unproductive type of jealousy. And we're going to talk about all three. Okay, so the first belief pattern that you have surrounding the things that you don't yet have, but that you truly desire, is that the prize, the success, the abundance, whatever it is that you want, is limited in quantity. It's finite. There's only so much to go around. If you believe this, this is really coming from a scarcity mindset because it is rooted in the assumption that someone else's success, someone else's fortune, their results take away from your ability to succeed. 
It's a belief that if someone else gets it or has it, whatever it is, and they get more of it than you do, or they get there faster, then in some way there is less left for you. When we believe that there's only so much to go around, whether it's so much success, so much money, so much notoriety, so much love, so much attention, so much praise, so many followers, whatever it is, then the second that we see someone else with it, we automatically default to, oh, them having it means less or none at all for me. So I really want to challenge you to think about, are you coming from a place of insecurity, scarcity, and limitation? Are you seeing and believing that there is a finite amount of success in the world and that when someone else gets some, you get less? Or do you think that a certain quantity of something leads to the creation of more of it? Money can create more money. Success can beget more success. Love creates more love. Which of these varying belief constructs do you find yourself gravitating towards more often? Because the first, the belief that there's only so much to go around and that one person having some means less or none for you is the type of energy that really pulls us apart. And the other, the belief that the existence of something will lead to the generation of more of it. So someone else having some of it means that through their having of it, more is being created and is available for you to have. That is the energy that can really bring us all together, right? So that's the first one. And I need you to think about which one of those are you in? Because one will make jealousy an emotion that is not very helpful for you. It's not very constructive. And honestly, it can be quite painful to experience. And the other will harness the emotion of jealousy for good. The second belief construct that creates a lot of painful and unproductive jealousy is that by someone else having something that you don't, that you desire to have, that they are happier than you in the having of it. Or it could also be a different emotion. They feel more successful than you. They feel more loved than you. They feel more powerful than you, whatever it is. But they get to feel some sort of emotional experience that you do not in the having of whatever it is that you want. Again, this is us slipping into a state of emotional childhood because we are believing that by someone else having something that we want, the car we want, the bag we want, the relationship we want, the body that we want, that they must be so much happier than we are. And we make the assumption that the emotion, whether it's happiness, success, love, whatever it is, we assume that the emotion is coming from the having of the thing that they have that you do not. That it's the circumstances of their world that is delivering an emotional experience to them. When in fact, we know, when we know the model, that that cannot be true. But we forget this. We are so quick to associate our feelings to the things outside of us. And so, of course, when we buy into this second belief construct that by someone having something that we want, that they get to feel happier than us, more successful than us, more secure than us, more loved than us, then it makes the jealousy sting that much more. It makes the wanting of the thing that you desire so much more painful. Because you tell yourself and you believe that you cannot feel the way that you want to feel until you have it, which also isn't true, by the way. 
So we look at others who have something that we want and we think, oh my gosh, they must be so happy or they must feel so beautiful or she must feel so secure or so successful. But honestly, y'all, who knows if that is how they actually feel. They might feel like that sometimes, but I can guarantee you that they don't feel like that all the time. I'm always reminding you guys that life is 50-50, the 50-50 contrast, 50% positive and 50% negative. It is the beautiful contrast that we have the privilege of living in as human beings. And we fight against the 50% that's negative because we think it's unpleasant and we don't want to experience it. But it's the negative that makes the positive so wonderful and amazing to experience. The 50-50 concept is so helpful to remember about your own human experience, but also please do not forget about this concept when it comes to everybody else, right? Like your life is 50-50, but you're not the only one. My life is 50-50, and so is the life of everyone else, which includes the people that you feel jealous and envious of. Now, I am not saying that the 50% negative that they feel compared to what you feel is the exact same. It may be similar. It may not be similar. The set of problems that we each have might be different. The negative emotions that we experience might be different. But please don't be mistaken that there aren't any problems or negative emotion present in someone that you feel envious of because they have something that you desire. I don't know about y'all, but I feel like lately, every time I've been getting on TikTok or Instagram, I'm always coming across a video of some big influencer with millions upon millions of followers. I'm sure they make lots of money. And they're on there posting these videos of them just breaking down, talking about how sad they are, how insecure they feel, how empty they feel, how lonely they feel. There's this one girl, oh gosh, what is her name? I think her name is Michaela something. I should have looked this up before I started recording, but her name is Michaela something. And I love watching her videos because she has this really thick Boston accent. She's a YouTuber and she does makeup and she always does like the coolest makeup. And I don't really watch makeup tutorials, to be honest with you. I've done my makeup the exact same since I was in like eighth grade. But her videos always come across my For You page. And there was one video that came up recently where she was just talking about how, you know, she always comes off being very confident and very happy and very sure of herself. But she posted this really vulnerable video where she was crying and really upset and talking about how the reality is, is how she's incredibly insecure and how she feels very lonely, and how she's depressed, and how even though she has all of these things that to the outside world might seem like so much, she just is so sad and feels so empty and lonely inside. And y'all, there are hundreds of examples of that. Just because somebody has something that you want, whether it's a certain number in a bank account, certain possessions, certain appearance, certain personality traits, it does not mean that they are guaranteed an emotional experience that you are not. So this second primary belief construct, again, it creates a lot of jealousy and it makes the jealousy more painful to deal with, is that 
we think that someone else having something that we desire, that they get to feel the way that we want to feel, how we think we would feel once we have the thing that we desire. We assume that they must feel that way. And not only do we become jealous over their possessions or what it is that they have, but we also become jealous over the emotional experience that we are assuming that they get to have by being in possession of what we want. And again, these are all just assumptions that we create in our head that simply are not true. Circumstances cannot create an emotional experience. So please do not believe that because someone has something that you desire, that they are guaranteed an emotional experience that you do not have access to. That is one of the biggest and most painful lies that you can believe. All right, let's talk about the third. The third belief construct that we buy into that creates a lot of unproductive and painful jealousy about something that we desire but we don't yet have is that we don't believe in our ability to go out and get the thing, to go out and create what it is that we want. We believe that we can't have what we desire or we seriously doubt our ability to go out and create it. So just think about this. If you fully believed in your heart of hearts that you can go out and create the wealth that you desire, you can form the relationships that you want, you can cultivate the environment that you want to live in, you can land the career that you want or build the business that you want, then why feel jealous for one single second about someone else having it. We feel jealous because we see someone else with something that we desire, and we have an underlying assumption that there's no way that we will ever be able to also have it because we don't believe in our ability to go out and create it. So it's not only you have something that I want, but it evolves into you have something that I will never be able to create for myself. So again, it makes the wanting, the desiring of things so much more painful when we doubt our own power. So here's a question I really want you to give some thought to. First of all, how strong is your belief in yourself? Do you believe in yourself and your ability to achieve your goals, to create and reach this version of your future self that you envision? I think that the stronger the belief and conviction in yourself the less jealousy you will feel about the things that other people have that you want because you will have the belief that you can go out and get yours as well. They've gone out and created it, so I can do the same thing. Remember that there are no limitations to what you can put into the R line of your model. Any and all results are available to you to create because any and all thoughts and beliefs that are going to be required of you to create those results are available to you as well, regardless of your circumstances. And that is the beautiful thing about thoughts and beliefs, y'all. There is no belief police. (laughs) There's no limits that are placed on your mind. So there are no limits that get to get placed on the results that you can create with your mind. But really think about what do I believe here? Do you believe that we are limited by our circumstances, or do you believe that we are liberated by our perspective about our circumstances? 
I'm going to ask you that question one more time. Do you believe that we are limited by our circumstances or do you believe that we are instead liberated by our perspective about our circumstances? We get to make that choice. And we also have two choices when it comes to the jealousy that we feel. The first choice is that we can use the jealousy in a constructive way. This means using the jealousy that you feel as a signal, as a guiding light to illuminate and to bring attention to the things that you really desire. Remember, you're only going to feel jealous about things that you have a deep desire for. So jealousy can actually be such a helpful emotion in the sense that it shows us our desires and our wants, which in a sense become a map to our destiny. And once we've brought attention to our desires through the jealousy, we can then use someone else having created what we want as inspiration and proof that we can go out and do the same thing, right? That through them going out and creating the result, it's made it more possible for us to create it, to have the same thing. This goes back to the first belief construct that we were talking about, that By someone else creating more money, more success, more love, more knowledge, it only sets things in motion for more to be created and more to be shared and spread around to others, including yourself. Or here's the second choice. Are you using jealousy against yourself? Meaning it is taking you farther away from the results and the life that you want. Are you using it to feel discouraged and to give up on your desires because you think That by someone else having what you want, that there is less for you or none for you. Do you use jealousy as a reason to feel inferior, insecure, discontent, because you believe that you can't feel the way that you want to feel until you have what it is that you desire? But then also, here's the kicker. You also don't believe that you have the ability to go out and create it, so you never try. So then the jealousy and the discontentment grows deeper and takes a stronger hold of you over time. Those are your two choices when it comes to harnessing the power of jealousy. We can use the things that other people have that we desire as evidence of what is possible in the world. We can use them as inspiration. We don't have to use them as a way to feel bad about ourselves. We can choose to look at someone else's success and see what is possible and find that belief within ourselves of what might be possible for us. Nothing, and I mean nothing, will ever convince me that I cannot have everything that I am meant to have. And I believe that I am meant to have a wonderful, amazing life. And I believe the exact same thing is true about you. And I also fully believe in your ability to go out and create it. That is my obligation and my duty as your coach. I hope that you have that same level of belief in yourself. And I hope that we can see that jealousy can actually be such a useful, beautiful emotion that we harness for good. So I want to wrap up this episode and just do a quick recap. Let's bring everything we've talked about together. Jealousy is an emotion that is created by your thinking. Jealousy is never created from the circumstances of your world or from other people, but rather the thoughts and beliefs that you have about the circumstances of your world. You will feel jealousy towards people that have something that you don't have yet, but it will always be something that you desire. 
So knowing this, jealousy can be an emotion that brings light and attention to the things that we desire most in this world. There are three main belief constructs that keep us indulging in the non-constructive, painful type of jealousy. The type of jealousy that keeps us stuck and keeps us from going after what we want. The first is that whatever you want is limited, is finite, it's not abundant in nature. There's not enough money, success, love, knowledge, notoriety, customers, followers, whatever it is. And so when we believe that, someone else having a certain quantity of it means less or none at all for you. The second is the belief that by someone else having something that you want, that they are guaranteed an emotional experience that you don't have access to until you also have the same thing. This is also not true. Any emotional experience is available to you at any given point in time because the thoughts needed to create that emotional experience are always available to you, regardless of your circumstances. And the third is the lack of belief that you have within yourself. You don't believe in your ability to go out and create the results that you want. You don't believe that getting what you want and desire is possible for you because you doubt your ability to go out and create it. Please do not believe this lie. Please. There are no limits to what you can put into the R line of any model that you want to go out and create. So if you find yourself feeling jealous of someone for something that they have, I want you just to notice it. Jealousy does not have to be a painful or an ugly emotion. It can be a beautiful, enlightening emotion that helps us get to know ourselves on a deeper level because it shows us what we really want and desire out of life. We can channel it for good. We can use the results that other people have as inspiration and proof that it's possible for us also to have it rather than using it to feel worse about ourselves and our lives. Remember that those two choices are always available to you. But please remember that it is an active choice that you have to make. All right, y'all. That is jealousy. That's what I have for you this week. I hope you liked this one. I really hope it resonated with you. And if it did, it would mean so much to me if you would share this episode with your network and also if you would leave a review of the podcast. So take a screenshot, share it on social, tag me at Overcoming Overspending. If you have two minutes, hop on iTunes and leave a review. I know it's not the easiest thing to do to take some time out of your day to go over and write a review, but again, it means so much to me. It tells Apple that people are listening to the podcast and they're actually liking the podcast. It suggests the podcast to more people. It really helps get this work out to more women, so it helps the podcast going strong so I can keep showing up week after week for you guys with this completely free content. All right, you guys have a fantastic week. I love you all so deeply. I will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Hey, girl. If you enjoyed this episode, I want to invite you to join me in Overcoming Overspending. It's my signature program where I take you through my three-phase approach to stop impulse shopping and overspending so that you can finally start making substantial progress with your finances. Through the self-paced online program, the student community group, and live weekly coaching with me, you will receive all the encouragement you need to finally achieve lasting change with your money habits that have been sabotaging you for so long. 
You'll have money back in your pocket. You will leave behind the stress and the worry that you currently experience with money and your spending will be controlled, purposeful, and actually feel good and be fun. The best part is it's 100% risk-free. You have a lifetime to implement my proven process. And after doing that, if you don't make your investment back, I will give you a full refund. Your results are guaranteed or the program is on me. Just head over to overcomingoverspending.com to get started. I can't wait to have you as a student within the program.